0: Just my thoughts.
1: Just my thoughts, man. Let's right hey, put the music back on. Let's get the party back cracking up a little. Yeah. Get my money. Right. Get my money. Right. Record. We're just gonna go for it. Seems like it's working, though. Ladies and gentlemen, good people of the Just My Thoughts audience, I missed you. What's up, guys? It's Jeremy. I'm back. Life has been kind of crazy these last, I don't know, six months. When was the last time we got on here? About six, seven months ago. Haven't released a podcast in about eight months. Uh, I had a son, beautiful baby boy, Roman Augustus. Uh, We had COVID, completely stopped the world. And I've just been busy. Uh, Business is booming, family's growing. uh, Friend Circle, not exactly growing, but it's doing all right. Just having a good time. Uh, But I do want to get back in here and make it a priority. So I have about six episodes that I still need to release that were done uh, before the pandemic, so it might be a little off, but I feel like I wouldn't be doing the time spent on these episodes justice without releasing them. So just so you know, the next couple episodes after this one will be older episodes. I'll give a little intro in the beginning of them, but there's still a lot of good content in there. I, I would be remiss to not share that with you guys. So anyway, I'm back. Welcome to Just My Thoughts Podcast. I'm pumped to have a new friend in town today. We just met last week. Mm -hmm. We were at uh, Starbucks downstairs below our office and uh, just talking. I was like, yo, let's go do a podcast. Came up here and then we just really didn't have enough time to do one. So we rescheduled for today. We got a six pack. We got some coffee. We got a new friendship. And we got Matt Schumacher, my new friend. What's up, brother?
0: The real question is like where... On the list, is this podcast going to fall?
1: This one's going to be the first one that. Whoa! Yeah, Yeah. and the rebirth. Yeah, the rebirth. All right, I'm excited now. Yeah, dude, I'm pumped to I'm pumped to get back into the game. It's been a while. So you've been you've been in broadcasting. Yeah. Um. What? Let's let's start there.
0: Uh. Well, it depends on what you mean by being in broadcasting. If you mean like starting my quote unquote hustle, then that would have been 2014. Couple months after I graduated college, and I was making thirty-five bucks a pop. Nice. Yeah. Hey, that's one of that big spender. On My thoughts, man. <laughs> um, yeah. If you mean like making it to a, a level where I could actually live, mm-hmm. probably like the last three years. That's cool. Yeah. And
1: you're you do sports, right? Sports. Yeah. Forgive me, everybody. I'm eating some uh, lemon cake from Starbucks. I know it's not good for you, but it's delicious. So I don't lemon care. Lemon
0: cake, coffee, and blue moon light. Yes. Blue it's an moon interesting light flavor style. combination.
1: Oh, yeah. The citrus really plays well off the lemon. Sure. And the yeah. coffee just really brings it home. Got it. Cleanse the palate a little bit. You want them? Sure. Let's, Let's do it. Let's crack them open. It's Tuesday 2:45 at 2.45 uh, p.m. Yeah. Six pack. It's almost
0: 2.45. What's the premise of the podcast? Uh, just talk about whatever got it yeah just have fun just your thoughts yeah whatever pops into your head yeah all right let's talk about something real quick not to hijack your podcast bring it on our way up here we were talking about sleep Mm -hmm. and you said that you don't really have like a sleep schedule but you follow a sleep a plan of sleep cycles right yes and you try to get 35 sleep cycles in a week
1: 35 sleep cycles in a week what does that mean so you know how cheers by the way yeah cheers to you man new friends that's right um, you know how you go through this different sleep cycles throughout the night and you have like your REM sleep you have your light sleep I don't even know what the stages are called yeah but a full cycle of sleep is going through like alpha beta theta I don't, that could be wrong delta is in there somewhere so going through a full cycle is a sleep cycle and you do that like three four or five times a night depending on how much you sleep. Yeah. So I try and count those, and I try and get thirty-five total cycles a week, as opposed to uh, being on a strict sleeping schedule from like ten p.m. to seven a.m. Mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, I people that know me know I am a huge fan of the all-nighter. I love that suffering, but I also like the the solitude that I get from it. And so I've just had to figure out what I, how can I continue to do that because it's something I love, and I love that kind of work grind mm-hmm. how can i keep that work grind but still make sure i'm not like completely fucked up mm-hmm. and so <laughs> i heard it in at first i heard it in uh, aubrey marcus book on the day on your life he's the founder former ceo of on it nutrition mm-hmm. um and he was talking about like the sleep cycles and i just i don't i haven't looked that much into it but <laughs> it sounded good and it makes sense for me and
0: how long have you been doing it
1: uh, probably like two years. Wow. Yeah.
0: So, how do you hold yourself accountable to getting those thirty-five? Cycles? Oh, I don't.
1: I just, I just understand. Like, I just keep like a general eye on it. Got it. I know, like, like last week I went way too hard, and I definitely didn't get <clears throat> thirty-five sleep cycles in. But uh, I'm very in tune with myself, so mm-hmm. I like know when I need to chill out. So, like last week I went way too hard. Last weekend I didn't do a damn thing.
0: Yeah. Except sleep, probably.
1: Yeah, except sleep. And I know you can't like make up for sleep or whatever, but you can recover mentally and hormonally, and that's really all I care yeah. about. Yeah.
0: So, what's your energy like um, now compared to what it was before you were doing sleep cycles?
1: Oh, I mean, I've always had energy, I guess.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't. Because to me, I mean, like that—that that sounds like a really ideal way to go about it. Yeah, in a way because yeah. like, you know, there are nights where I feel like I could work for 20 hours. Right, yeah. But and I don't, I don't waste those nights. Right, but I don't because I'm like, shit, sleep is sleep is more important to my overall longevity. Yeah. And long-term growth in whatever.
1: For sure. And I know that it is, but something in me just won't like agree that like getting a lot done on one night when I feel fucking awesome is not more important than missing one night of sleep Mm. out of however many nights of sleep I have for the rest of my
0: life. I guess for me, I'm just like really, my mornings are really the only time of my day that is the same every day. Mm -hmm. Like I get up, first thing I do is go to the gym. Then I come home, I read the devotional that my wife and I do every day, pray, meditate, hop in the shower. It's like, every day monday through friday that's what i do that's a good way to go but it also restricts me in certain ways too because instead of having an all-nighter like you would do even when i'm feeling really good i go i gotta shut it down because i have to be at the gym in the morning at mm-hmm. x time
1: so the way that i my mornings not so much anymore since i had a kid a turd <laughs> my mornings used to. Be, my morning use routine used to be absolutely sacred to me, and just mm-hmm. like you're talking about, like you don't. What was it? Wake up five ten, uh, read Proverbs, a chapter a day, read a nice. book for about thirty to forty minutes, gym powerless li- or gym finances powerless, wipe out my day.
0: Finances. What does that mean? Like just uh,
1: review expenses. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's just, good. Yeah, I I've been horrible with that habit of. Like, I have a, excuse me, I have a notepad in my phone of business expenses and mileage and stuff that goes back a month that I have not entered in my, oh, like, yeah. expense spreadsheet. Do you have uh,
1: QuickBooks? QuickBooks, yeah. Okay. You know they do the tracking automatically, right?
0: Yeah, I know, but I'm just, like, like, really
1: book. bad with technology. Yeah. Okay, fair enough.
0: I'm, like, one foot in the dark ages and one foot in 2020.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. Like, you got to keep tradition. Not that like making life. It harder probably could be,
0: yeah, but it probably could be streamlined if I just did. Yeah. And then I just go through. How does that work? You just go through. You just go
1: through and you say business, personal. If you click business, then you have to categorize it. For why you were driving,
0: where you were driving. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's that's on my to do list for the next week.
1: That's good. Yeah, I'm super behind. I'm like preaching, but like I'm so behind on mine. So yeah, don't don't listen to me. <laughs> It's just a pain in the dick, but it's worth so much money come tax season.
0: Mm. You got
1: a good tax guy? No, I uh, got a new. I got a new accountant. Okay. Um, he doesn't do taxes though. Well, but if he keeps them clean, then I don't really have to worry
0: about it. Cause you do your own, right? Oh, okay, yeah. If, so if the I records got are clean, I can do that. Last year I got paid by fifteen different people. Oh yeah, nice. So I'm not doing that by myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do taxes are, um, they're different for, like, an employee versus, like, I own I own me, and I am my business, for mm-hmm. the most part, mm-hmm. aside from, like, other businesses that I have. Um, so, my time, like, it's so much different, like, I, business owners, everybody knows, pay less taxes, right? You still pay a fuck ton of taxes, because you're bringing in money, but, like, if you're If you're smart, you're paying a lower percentage in taxes than an employee. Sure. So, like, anybody that's out here that's still paying a W-2 tax and has no side hustle, just get a side hustle that you can use, even if you don't make money on it. Like, build your skills and pay less in taxes. It sounds like a good deal.
0: Yeah, it does. That's kind of what I did without knowing it. Because I wasn't making enough money as an independent contractor in broadcasting for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, I had a lot of side hustles. Hence... Yeah. being paid by 15 different people right yeah but come tax season i was like whoa i like i'll never forget the first year i was out of college and i stupidly thought like i was going to be taxed 20 percent of whatever <laughs> i made for the year and i'm like "Shit! i only made 15 grand so how much is that so dude i i literally saved three grand oh nice to yeah and i'll never forget the amount of anxiety i had thinking like this is every last dollar i have yeah and it's going to uncle sam and then tax season <laughs> came around and i owed like 200 yeah bucks and i'm like so then i did another dumb thing and instead of investing it i went to europe
1: oh i mean that's but you experiential invested in yeah you yeah invested in yourself you exactly. probably grew from that enough to make all that back at yeah, the uh like it, somebody that has a side hustle that just does it under the table and they think they're like just getting away with not paying taxes, you probably financially be better off if you set yourself up correctly mm-hmm. and set yourself up for taxes because you might, the way, depending on what you do, but you might be actually paying less in taxes on your main income by yeah. having that side hustle. Right, right. And I've been lucky. My My father-in-law knows a lot about this stuff and he's kind of helped me
0: dude that's how people know about this yeah. either books or family yeah these are the things that should be taught in school yeah right sure. like yeah. nutrition sleep finances like how to save mm-hmm. how to do your taxes but like these are the quote-unquote secrets of the wealthy because the common man or the common woman doesn't doesn't learn about this in school mm-hmm. and they don't also don't learn about it from their family. Cause most of Americans are on a W two.
1: Right. Yep. People are always like pissed off at rich people for not paying taxes, but rich people are just playing the game by the rules that are already set. Correct. Like, yeah. And you know, I'm somebody that obviously I'm on the right side of the aisle as far as politics goes, especially fiscally. <clears throat> and like, To me, if somebody's creating jobs for other people, that's more important to the economy
0: than paying a tax.
1: Yeah, a tax on your thirty thousand dollars salary. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Everyone's got on that road. (laughs) (laughs) Have another beer, and then maybe we can get into that. Then we'll solve the tax
1: problem. (laughs) We're gonna break down the tax code on today's just my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) So you you're not from Indianapolis. No, I'm from St. St. Louis. St. Louis, okay. Yeah, and you went to Butler.
0: Went to Butler. Oh,
1: you know what? I was, uh, I was just talking to you. Sorry, or, <clears throat> talking about you with uh, Marquise, Martin Hayes. Yes,
0: shout out to him. He's, he's a great a guy. Times. He's one of my. I love that dude. Yeah,
1: he and I went to uh, defy the trampoline park. Have you ever been there? No, dude, so much fun. It's like Sky Zone. He's the type of that. cat,
0: and I could kind of. I get this vibe from you too, where he he's just up for whatever. Yeah, like if you come to him with something that would somewhat intrigue him he'll mm-hmm. probably say yes mm-hmm. which i love about him yeah it's always good to have friends who are down for adventure
1: yeah i mean adventure is like what life should be about totally my agree It's like yeah dude he's reason... doing he's
0: doing some just awesome stuff like yeah he is. just got a job with salesforce that he's super he hype about. about
1: that like for a while yeah
0: he's doing the dj thing Mm-hmm. He was talking to me about getting yoga. involved in real estate, and he's super into yoga. Yeah, he kind of inspired me to get into yoga. Oh yeah, you do it? Yeah, I uh, like once a week. Yeah, it is great though for like mental restoration. I know.
1: I feel like every dude that I talk to is like, "Oh yeah, yoga is awesome." How much do you do it? Once, once a once a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Max. would. I would love to do it all the time, but it's just like I'd also really I like picking up heavy shit instead.
0: Yeah. Well, you're a man. Yeah.
1: It just makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Raise that testosterone. But That's right. Yoga, like, so, last year, or two years ago, I think, god damn, time's flying. Two years ago, I signed up for, uh, like, a month at Hot Room. Mm. I was like, I'm going to go every day for a month. I oh. went day one. who <laughs> that was tough. Day two, I thought I was going to die. Day three, okay, I'm starting to get this. Day four, oh, this is amazing, but I'm really sweaty. Day five through 30 never went back. You're kidding. <laughs> no. Nope. No, man, that shit was rough. I've never sweat so much in my life. Yeah,
0: it's hot. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, hence the name they call it hot yoga, right? Yes. But like, that's like you're sweating from like not just right from the like the edges of your body, you're sweating no, from literally your, your core. core, yeah, like where you Which I, know, I mean, you sometimes feel like though, sweating.
0: that's like that's
1: exactly what you need. Oh, for sure, it like cleans you out. I get in the sauna for 20 25 minutes every single week, at least once. Where just at like fitness, yeah, And their sauna, sauna Sunday, baby, sauna, and then cold shower, and then I go home and get ready for
0: my week. Um, that's a nice ritual yeah
1: yeah it helps me kind of refocus and like it's just like my me time
0: yeah yeah that's uh that's something i'd love to have in my like dream home one day
1: they're not that expensive i've been thinking about getting one. yeah like
0: a steam shower a sauna infrared 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 room okay where you could like work out do yoga whatever because infrared light is super good
1: what about like an infrared sauna yeah, oh, so. yeah
0: yeah yeah i don't know about working out in an infrared sauna
1: there's a it's a place called hot Works. i've heard of it yeah i don't know if you've been there but um, have you i've been there i haven't done it oh, i talked ne- to them for the magazine oh okay um yeah they're just like gigantic infrared saunas that are almost the size of this room and people do yoga and little workouts in them the only thing i don't like about the ir saunas is they're not as hot right they're like 130 degrees which i mean it's plenty warm but it's just like whenever you're sweating profusely it feels weird whenever it's not super hot i don't know i I love the heat though yeah like the regular sauna
0: yeah i I work out like in a hoodie in the winter time because i want to if i don't leave the gym feeling like i sweat a ton i don't it doesn't feel like i worked out that hard
1: i don't know what i wonder what that is because like i feel that that way too if like i don't really break a sweat like it's not that good of a workout yeah
0: which could be it could be false you could be throwing around some serious weight oh putting yourself (laughs) (laughs) putting yourself on uh you know under under strain under tension for Mm -hmm. significant periods of time but you don't break a sweat because you're taking long rest periods i definitely do that
1: you were talking about like how you like to work Just like uh, a lot of body weight.
0: Yeah. I do. I, I pretty much don't lift heavy anymore. Oh, yeah. I'll like, like today, for example, I did deadlifts and I went up to like 245. But a lot of reps. Yeah. And then in between those sets, I'm doing something else too. Okay. Which for me, like if I only have say 30 to 45 minutes at the gym, I just pack as much stuff in as I can basically which might be stupid I don't know but it it. makes me feel good so I do it
1: right that's what it's all about right I like to take my time but sometimes like I I don't have that kind of time right but I I mean that's kind of the way I want to live my life is just like having the freedom and the structure to do like whatever just like Mm -hmm. chill take my time Mm -hmm. Uh, it's also part of the reason why I have nights where I don't get much sleep it's like I gotta get shit done but I took Two hours at the gym because I was shooting around and playing basketball for longer than I should have been, or something like that. And so, so I get my shit done,
0: but mm-hmm.
1: it didn't work out in time. So sorry, darling, I can't go to bed with you.
0: <sighs> How's the pound cake and the beer?
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's a good mix. I'm glad I did it. Yeah, wouldn't change it for a thing. That's good. You now the beer and the coffee. That's tough. That's a tough assignment. Yeah. So you just got into real estate. I did. Yeah. What are you doing with that? That was a
0: COVID project.
1: That was a COVID project. Yeah.
0: So I, you know, working in sports broadcasting, I was out of town four days a week at minimum, like the two months before COVID, just because it's the height of college basketball season. Then we were getting into like college baseball and in some other crossover stuff track and field swimming whatever and then covid happened all my assignments got cut and i went home and i thought okay i'm going to be on the couch for a month chill work out hang totally just decompress spend a ton of time with my wife it was awesome and slowly but surely i realized okay yeah. this stuff isn't coming back to me for a while
1: two weeks to slow the spread that's right <laughs> <laughs> what a crack of shit which
0: turned into six months so and it's still going some point over the summer you know fam i have a lot of family and friends who are in real estate in one way or another mm-hmm. and so they they encouraged me to go get my broker's license as a, as a good platform mm-hmm. you know springboard so i got my broker's license over the summer have been working with century 21 sheets it's been a lot of fun. We like it? Yeah. It's yep. been fun. I'm definitely learning a lot about money that I didn't know before. Mm. You know? Like what? Like how powerful real estate is, owning real estate yeah. is as a wealth building tool.
1: I could be wrong here, but isn't that like the like number one way to... Yeah. Well,
0: they say they yeah. as in like the researchers who study mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, Which is over my head. Yeah, it'd be a weird life. Yeah. It's research. Yeah. That. But it's so it's owning real estate, like home ownership. Mm-hmm. Right. And then having a retirement account, paying, which is basically paying yourself. Right. Automatically every year, every month, whatever, mm-hmm. before you pay your bills.
1: Right. As you should.
0: Which, have you ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Somebody I was meeting with earlier today brought that book up, and it kind of made me reminded me of that whole mantra he had, which was pay yourself and then mm-hmm. everyone else last.
1: Everybody uh, needs to read that book.
0: Yeah. But, you know, like for a W 2 person, that's hard to do because automatically taxes are coming out of your right. paycheck.
2: Mm hmm.
1: I had a company that wanted to hire me a couple of years ago. And, uh, I talked him out of it, and offered to ten ninety nine, so they wouldn't and they wouldn't have to pay for um,
0: like health insurance yeah, and all that, that kind of
1: shit. Save them money. <clears throat> so instead of being a W two and paying my taxes first, I was ten ninety nine, and I paid my taxes last. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Way less. Way less, and it frees you up for other things too. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's I think that one of the biggest things is like you know we all got to pay taxes at some point how much that varies based on how well you play play the game um but to have that free money up front then you can automatically just put that into something else Mm -hmm. as opposed to at the end when you get your tax refund check then and most people take that refund check and they're like oh free money and they go spend it on something dumb yeah it ain't free money. Free That's money. money that was That's yours your to begin with, money. <laughs> right?
1: Oh yeah, that one gets me all the time. Like even like friends or family and that are like celebrating. We got a big old tax right. return, baby. Let's go get a new TV. Invest it. Yeah, invest it, goofball. Because
0: that money's gonna make money.
1: And on top of that, not only did you loan the government money, you loaned it to them for zero percent interest.
0: I never thought about it like that. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. You
1: took your money. They borrowed it, the extra, and then they gave it back without interest. Bastards.
0: But, hey, what's going to pay for the roads and the schools? I'm good and- with
1: that. I mean, there's a lot of, like, waste. but Oh, no doubt. I'm good with infrastructure. I mean, I think we need to spend more on infrastructure than we do.
0: Definitely in Indy. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Winter roads in Indy mess everybody up. Oh, I know. Dude, uh,
1: so I live next to this older lady who's very um civically engaged and i like how you phrase that yes and she she's lived in this neighborhood uh for like 10 years and she's been like bugging our uh, city council rep every year to mm-hmm. get our road paved finally this year they're supposed to do it mm-hmm. and if you look at the map of like where they're doing roads it's like our road and then miles across like miles where there's no roads other than our little road one road in this neighborhood, persistence pays that's right that's right dude it's so awesome like i and i live right next door so i'm reaping the benefits of her civic engagement
0: i like that every
1: single road that's left in our neighborhood is gonna still be shitty but our road's gonna be nice and smooth
0: that's nice that's nice yeah those are the things that married dads really look forward to oh yeah i can't
1: He's <laughs> got a new car. Just going to be rolling up on a new car, new road. Hell, I might even like do something cool with my lawn. I don't know. We'll see. A little home
0: improvement. Yeah, get super daddish. It's going to be great. Saturday at the McGrew household. Yes. I like it.
1: Oh, I don't know. Are we, uh, you're expecting? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: You How didn't let it? the cat out of the bag. Okay, okay. Yeah
1: i just wanted to make sure yeah
0: we're gonna find out soon yeah boy or girl okay but yes my wife is due with our first does she have a preference covid baby covid uh Uh, no i don't think so i mean you know we we have our little jokes here or there she always says she is gonna be such a cute kid and i always say he's gonna be a beast yeah you know yeah We'll see what happens. Everybody, funny enough, has been telling us like, oh, it's going to be a boy.
1: Yeah. That's how we were too. Everybody was like, oh, it's a boy. Yeah. It's was like, as a man, I'm just like, and yeah. And it turned
0: out you had a boy. Yeah, I know. So maybe there's something to that.
1: Yeah. Hey, man, I think I'm going to have, I keep telling Caitlin this. She's like, all right, now we just need to have a girl. and We're done. I was like, oh, no, we're not. We're having three <laughs> boys and then a girl. Oh. Yeah, I just
0: I just got this feeling. God, I like I like God talked to me.
1: He's like, hey, man. You're going to have three boys and a girl. I'm like, all right, dude, I got you. Thanks. I like that.
0: I'm thinking we're going
1: to have five boys. God, that'd be great. Can you imagine just a little basketball team? Yeah. Mini U's running around. Yeah.
0: God. The thing that's funny is like I come from a family of all boys. My mom could not have been more excited when I married my wife, Molly, because she really likes Molly. And uh, they get along great. And my mom just love sending her little gifts here or there or when my when molly calls her she's like on the phone with her for 45 minutes nice because my mom's you know grew up in a house of all boys never had that female like daughterly Mm -hmm. relationship so that would be the one thing like it would be nice if molly had like a girl
1: yeah that'd be good for her
0: but selfishly yeah i wouldn't mind having a team of hoopers
1: yeah Dude, my uh, grandpa had twenty kids. He had a little league baseball team. Whoa! Of all his kids, twenty kids. Yeah. So he was a doctor, and this is like one of my favorite things. Like that I love telling people about my family. My my grandfather was a doctor. Uh, he had ten kids of his own, but he also adopted ten. That he wow that he would give he would give birth and then uh, he would deliver the baby and then the family just wouldn't be able to take care of the baby, so he would do- adopt them.
0: Holy smokes! Yeah, dude. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: And his, like, dude, his funeral, the entire church was completely filled and outside. It was just like, man, that's how you live a life. Yeah. That's how you live a life, man. So,
0: 20 kids.
1: 20 kids. My dad's the oldest.
0: Did he work till the day he passed?
1: Uh, damn near, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But he loved it.
0: How Um, old was he when he passed?
1: Uh, mid 80s. That's a good life. Yeah.
0: Probably could have lived a lot
1: longer if he, uh, his my grandmother's cooking was uh, quite unhealthy, delicious. So quite unhealthy. Oh yeah.
0: Was it you who I was talking about, or talking with about living to be 120? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your what? How how do you plan on doing that?
1: So I think uh, you know, there's a lot of like biohacking that people are like really into, but I just really see like more of the nanobots. That kind of—I basically see technology more than biology helping us get there. Mm-hmm. Biology's gotten us only this far, and like, you can only do so much hacking and keeping track of it. Like, is it Dave Asprey? Dave Asprey.
0: Out? Yeah, he—he he thinks he can be 180.
1: Yeah, but like, how much, how much of his day is he obsessing over this? Right. When he could be having, you know, 20 years from now having nanobots in there repairing shit as he destroys it, as opposed to spending every single day obsessing over learning about chemicals
0: doesn't that weird you out though like having robots in your body
1: i mean yeah if you're looking at like a doomsday apocalypse uh matrix scenario yeah
0: that's how i look at it yeah
1: i mean i can see that in the way the world feels right now it definitely like looks like it would trend that way but i have faith in humanity
0: all right i like that
1: yeah i think at the end of the day like even like shitty times like Let's say, like, something goes crazy in this election. We have, like, a really fucked up next year from this election. Oh, We've already
0: had faith. it messed up six months.
1: Oh, yeah. But I still have ultimate faith in people and ultimate faith in America. Like, the what America stands for. Not to say I'm not nervous about, like, shit that could be happening. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's been some big history guy lots of red flags looking like the french revolution or the people's revolution in china the Mm. bolshevik revolution Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i mean i think
1: people spreading ideas and then people losing their minds to these ideas i oh that is
0: the mo of our society right crazy twitter facebook repost no no um like critical thought on the or reflection or listening yeah. on the part of a lot of people and i fall victim to that too like i'm too, i'm like I'm, I'm one of those people too sometimes where i just get wrapped up in my own beliefs mm-hmm. or thinking that your belief is wrong mm-hmm. and telling you why it's wrong as opposed to just saying oh that's interesting jeremy like i never thought about it like that i don't necessarily agree but i appreciate yeah. your perspective it's
1: weird because i am always right <laughs> <laughs> i was watching does caitlin agree with that Yeah, hey, she's uh yeah she's well, not always right, no, <laughs> but we, we do align politically. I mean, on all the important things, she and I align. Yeah, which is you know huge for successful marriage, in my opinion. But or you uh, could just
0: not talk about politics, like my wife and I.
1: Yeah, that's fine too. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, I
0: don't talk think it's align. that we we don't align, so mm-hmm. we don't talk about it. I think it's just like I again probably to a fault have isolated myself from political mm-hmm. conversation.
1: It's probably good, man. It probably brings a lot of peace.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does.
1: Yeah, like I so like on Twitter, which I've really grown to love. Twitter, except for like a lot of political shit. I have like twelve words that are muted. So any tweet that has any of these twelve words, I didn't know you could do that. Show up. Yeah, it's great. What are your? What's one
0: of your twelve words?
1: Um, one of my twelve words be brutality. Okay. Uh, Trump.
0: Yeah. Even though I, I figured that would be in that.
1: I will be voting for Trump. And I don't think he's an awesome human, but I think he's a good president. Not like a good, I don't know how to put it. He's a good manager of the government. Interesting. He's not a very good, like, head of state where you want to send him to meet the queen. Or, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think, I mean, my life's better off than it was before he got elected. Like, interesting that's the way i look
0: at it i think a lot of people i'm with you i don't necessarily think he's the best person Mm -hmm. i'm with you on that i think a lot of people probably feel that way but we've come to that point in our country's history where like the last two elections this one included what i've heard now this is all anecdotal so i don't know but in my world P- the people that I've talked to about it have said there's no good choice. So I'm yeah. go- so I'm going with Trump because yeah. of this reason and it's usually involving taxes mm-hmm. or some other financial piece. Yeah. that Unless, benefits them.
1: Yeah. Well, I think like the person the um, the point of like one vote per person is like to represent yourself so the government represents you, right? Not to be a martyr for some very small case hmm. which i see think we see happening a lot but i mean it's also you know it's that person's vote not mine right it's like vote however you want
0: yeah i think it's re- i think it's crazy sorry to cut you off i think it's crazy that we condemn people for who they vote for like i was talking the other day with my wife and a family friend of my wife's family was talking about s- some college that she goes to. And if people found out that she was voting for Trump, they would never talk to her again.
1: Yeah. I've had friends cut me off because, I'm yeah. And I really think that's sad. ridiculous. Yeah. It breaks my heart. Cause, like, I mean, I love these guys, right. Whatever. It's
0: who you vote for. I think we've made it into like that says so much about you as a person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just one piece of what you're doing not necessarily who you are Mm -hmm. however you decide to vote what you value what you what goes into how you vote it's individual right you know like i i don't like trump at all i don't really like biden either so i probably am not voting yeah um but like we're sitting across from each other I still consider you a friend. I'm not gonna walk out of here and be like, oh, yeah. "He's voting for Trump."
1: <laughs> Can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, so. I was watching the Social Dilemma on Netflix, which is awesome. If you yeah, seen I have it, seen that. it. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. And I like the whole part. Yeah, crazy. I, I knew a lot of it because I do like all my work. I spend every single day of my life in Google Ads and Facebook Ads platforms. So I have like you get a look at a lot of data that they have on people. But I didn't realize how like. How detailed these things were about uh, about specific people, like mm-hmm. they have every single, like they can predict the future. So I just I saw on the Wall Street Journal yesterday, I think that that Facebook is preparing for chaos after the election. It I tells me that they know something.
0: You sent me that article, did I or whatever it was? I think, okay,
1: I think I posted. I think I posted something about it. Yeah, I think they know something that we don't. And I think the only way that we're going to get really crazy outrage is one outcome. Re-election. Yeah. And I know the polls all say one
0: thing. I'm with you, dude. I actually I think Trump's going to win. Yeah. I know a lot of people who think otherwise. Like I was driving up and down a street the other day mm-hmm. uh, with some clients who uh, we were going to a showing. Every house on the street, Biden-Harris. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's, I haven't seen a street this uh, yeah, one way. Benefits. Um, and then you don't, you just don't see that with the Trump, at least for me, like living downtown, I don't see Trump stuff everywhere. I see Biden Harris stuff everywhere.
1: Yeah. It's also downtown.
0: Yeah. And I also think there's a lot of people who don't want to deal with yes. judgment. Bingo. Right. Yes. So they vote for Trump quietly and yeah. they go on about their lives, yeah. which again, I'm like, yeah, is Trump necessarily a great person? no (laughs) not in my opinion yeah um i don't think he's the monster
1: but but
0: but, you know it's like why are we condemning people like who are we to condemn other people for their decisions yeah
1: what do you know that i don't know i though i i'm I'm guilty of that though too like some people that are just like so far on the other side of the spectrum for me that are just like using words that are just like so overblown like um disgusting or things like that. Like, all right, is it really that disgusting? Is it really that repulsive? Or is it just not something you agree with? Like, let's use our words correctly, people. It's one of my least favorite things. It's like the big word games that people try and put on small actions that are, like, inconse- inconsequential. It drives me insane.
0: I mean, I definitely think some of the stuff he's said has been disgusting.
1: Maybe, yeah, some.
0: But I also realize that he ain't the only one who said those things yeah
1: and i've also said disgusting things
0: (laughs) yep so have i yeah Yep. we all have we've all done things that we're not like proud of and sending into the local news to do a story on it's about
1: can you imagine like running a campaign in this day and age
0: no god you're opening yourself up to a lot of critique
1: yep like imagine like the in, not the entire like a huge section of the country talking about your son how terrible he is and how how much of a crackhead he is and how bad of a person he is yeah like that's your son like that, i do feel bad for biden in that regard
0: oh is that what they're calling his son see this is how far removed yeah. i am from political so conversation
1: like shit that came out from the new york post last week about how they were working on some deal with an uh, investment group out of China and then also out of Ukraine, an energy company. And uh, just people talking. And this is like the Republicans' October surprise. They thought it was going to win them the election, showing how <laughs> corrupt they were. And then Facebook and Twitter like banned the dissemination of the article, which is kind of fucked up by itself. But
0: Oh, that stuff's been going on, though.
1: Yeah, it's bad. But... Uh, they thought it was going to, like, end the election, but now it's just the right is only talking about Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, crack, and there's a picture of him, like, smoking crack. And so... <laughs> which is, like, I mean... I, that, I, I just
0: can't... This is why i removed myself, because yeah. all it is is bashing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just, like, what's the next thing we can do that's yeah. going to move the needle in our favor mm-hmm. and tarnish the other person?
1: And it's wild, because, like, I think you could put something out, like... Joe Biden eats children, and then, like, the people on the left are like, oh, yeah, here's another operation from the right. And then you say, like, Trump, like, kills little dogs in his spare time, and all the people on the right be like, oh, yeah, right, that's just a hit job. Like, nothing that people can say now about either side, like, nobody believes it. If you're, like, you're Mm -hmm. already entrenched in, like, the side you're voting for, you're like, fuck it, I don't believe that. I don't believe what I want to believe now.
0: (laughs) Do you think that that's a function of like do you think that that's a function of just the way our society is now with technology or do you think there's something more to it
1: i think it's like a function of like humans wanting to believe what they already believe more and not like seeing anything else and that's perpetuated
0: if you haven't if you've seen social dilemma you know what we're talking about like that's perpetuated by the Mm -hmm. devices that we hold in our hand every day all day
1: I'm, I'm, i it happens to me all the time. Like, I try really hard. So, I got real clear politics for all of my, like,
0: real notes. clear politics.
1: Yeah. Because they show every other article is like right, left, right, left, right, left. And I try and read them all. I try to read the ones on the left. And, like, they were talking about this in the Social Dilemmas. Like, you just, like, can't even read that stuff. And it's, like, so hard for me to slog through an article that's just, like, bashing Republicans. And, mm-hmm. like, it's like, yeah. I get like angry reading it, but like I want to make sure I'm getting that information too.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just
1: like, oh, how how can anybody read this or believe this? But then people on the other side, I'm sure, say the same thing. Yeah, like, hell yeah. I would America. say
0: I would say I probably fall in the middle. Yeah, like true middle, maybe lean a little left. Yeah. But to me, like everything I read for the most part, I just like get to the middle, and I'm like. This is laughable. Like how <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. right, how how big the agenda is, mm-hmm. and how in your face it is.
1: And do people actually believe this shit? That's the question that I ask myself all the time, right or left. Do people actually believe that like this is what real life is?
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I think it's like five percent.
0: You could choose to live like me and just like oblivion. <laughs> I don't recommend it, but. I don't want to because I want to get in politics someday. Oh, you do? Yeah. So you want to open yourself up to.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I live my life in a way that's. Uh, I don't really have any skeletons in the closet. Yeah. I've done drugs. That's public information now. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I want to serve. Been given a lot. Um, I want to serve.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think I, I would I would say that our I would like to believe that a lot of people who get into politics get into it with that.
1: Yeah. But I wonder if it's one of those things like once you're in the arena it's just such a mud pit that you just have yeah. to start getting muddy.
0: Yeah. That's one And then you look up I, ten years later and it's like Who am I? Right. Yeah. Or like, Darn, I got sucked into the same thing that everyone else before me got sucked into. I don't know much about politics, but I imagine it's a really hard life
1: yeah I bet it's also fun like uh, I think that's part of like the game of life like the reason I'm not like anti-billionaires controlling all the money is because I feel like it's just a game like I'm here to play the game mm-hmm. no matter where I start I want to just like play the game and get really good at the game finish the game better than when I started like it's not about being like the richest person in the world. It's like how far in the game can I advance? Hm. I just I don't know. So that's why I don't that's why I don't have any problem with all the wealth being at the top or the all the people being broke at the bottom. Like I didn't start out with anything. I know like I'm not empathetic or not as empathetic as I should be in that area. I know that people have it a lot worse than I do. So that's not what I'm saying. It's just like for me it's like more about for myself, how far in this game of life can I progress? How my, how much of a person can I become, or how where can I improve? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It just excites me. Yeah, I, I love that. Like the progression. So
0: for you, it's more about becoming than it is about achieving, or yeah, yeah. I think that's totally fair. Yeah, but I think part of that. I mean, you said you read pro you read proverbs. Does that mean you're a Christian? I would say so. Yeah, well, I mean, like that is like the way. Yeah. Of Christ, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like not about achievement; it's about becoming.
1: Yeah. See, I need to. I'm not really clear in where I am as far as my religious beliefs. I mean, I was raised Christian. Um, Caitlin and I go to church. But where do I'm, you go? Uh, Northview. Oh yeah. Just we go to like one of those satellite places. We used to go down to Greenwood, but it was just too far of a drive. Um, but I'm also just like, I don't believe that somebody died and came back to life. I I believe that the story is a I believe every story in the Bible is a metaphor for life. Hmm. And that's used to teach us all of the sum of human knowledge up to that point.
0: So that's interesting so then do you believe do you believe that there was a person named Jesus Christ yeah and yeah. I've
1: read like and it, so I've read like of historical Jesus and he was like almost almost like a more successful Martin Luther King like a zealot like out for the right cause for the people going against like the Roman government mhm and changing like his own like the people his own people mhm Um, there's a book called Zealot by Reza Aslan who's kind of a jackass in my opinion but he's a good writer Um, it was called Zealot and it was really good and I took a course in college of course college will kind of take you away from any religion at all but it was uh, a study of the New Testament it was like a semester long course and I was like really wow this is crazy it's like so historical wild I love reading about theology Really cool topic. Yeah, I just, uh, like I said, I was raised that way. I just don't, that part, I just don't believe, but I don't know that I have to. Like, I think we all have a, so in my view, we all have a cross to bear, so, or many crosses to bear. Mm -hmm. We go through that bearing of the cross, and then at the end of it, we are resurrected as a new person. So, in what way? For instance, like, with my son, this was a cross for me to bear. Yeah. The problems that we had to go through. That was a cross for me to bear. Coming out the other side of the, the primary issues, I was resurrected as a new person. Interesting. That's the metaphor of the cross for me.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
1: What do you think?
0: Oh, I could definitely see that. I, I definitely think like it's all connected. Yeah. I, I believe in the in the resurrection and the ascension Mm -hmm. um i didn't always believe in that here's the cool part
1: you have just as much a chance or a percentage chance of being right as anybody else right like so even if i don't agree with you i have to be logical and be like "Hmm, that's just as equal as my thoughts
0: yeah no yeah and and it kind of that goes back to the whole political conversation Mm -hmm. too it's like everyone's entitled to their opinion and we should all just listen and yeah and learn new ideas and be receptive to new ideas even if you don't necessarily agree initially
1: yeah have you ever listened to jordan peterson no wow he's crazy he's uh, not crazy i shouldn't say he is brilliant and fun to listen to but he has a biblical lecture series he's a psychologist out of the university or he was out of the university of toronto i don't know if he's still there
2: hmm.
1: um he wrote a book a couple years ago called 12 rules for life but great speaker and he had a uh, lecture series on genesis the mm-hmm. book of genesis so incredibly good the symbolism jordan
0: peterson
1: yep the symbolism that's presented in the bible is just out of this world it's crazy that somebody would 3 3000 years ago you know or 3500 whenever the new or old testament was starting to be written Crazy that a human that long ago like would be able to write these
0: things. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. To me, I think that's enough, thats evidence of divine intervention.
1: Yeah, I mean, like it could be.
0: Yeah, and that's just that's just me. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of things in the Bible that, like, I don't take everything in the Bible literally, mm-hmm. but I do believe. In Christ. I do believe in the resurrection the ascension. I do believe that he's the Son of Man mm-hmm. and that he'll come again. Now, some of the stories and stuff in there I think are more symbolic mm-hmm. and not necessarily like straight up fact. Yeah. But I could be wrong about that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of silly that some people are like throw out the whole thing because they don't agree with the one thing. So, like, as far right. as like the Bible
0: goes, because it was written by so many different people right Right? and like yeah. different time periods too we're talking many 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 years between the final chapter of the bible mm-hmm. when it was written and by whom yeah versus the first chapter of the old testament yeah.
1: right like i'm gonna look up when genesis was written
0: so you think about a book now that was being written by someone today like a th- Thirty year old Jeremy McGrew starts writing a book about life today in twenty twenty. COVID, the election coming up, whatever. And then that same book is finished a thousand years later by someone else in an entirely different time period of life. Entirely different millennium. Yeah. Entirely different
1: civilization. So the book of Job was the first the first book ever written trying to find the year
0: this is the historian in you
1: yeah i like it book of job was written 400 years before moses was around (laughs) that's crazy because you're talking like 3500 bc
0: yeah now compare that to the to the end which would be what like, well, like the three, book of Revelation
1: probably 200 BC would probably be the latest because they had the I forget where it was it was like the where they decided what books were going to be in the Bible and what books weren't mm-hmm. I mean, with all like the bishops and the emperor
0: I forget what that thing's called Now you're getting into territory that I don't, I'm not well versed on. Okay.
1: So, yeah, the book of Job was written between the seventh and fourth centuries BCE, which.
0: It's a long time ago.
1: So, sixth century BC is most likely. That's, wow.
0: So, a long time ago.
1: Think how long ago, like 1500 seems, and then multiply that by five. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, human history is long as fuck
0: super long we've been on this planet a very 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 long time
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is pretty cool like to see the evolution of yeah humankind
1: and like the the change of civilization too is uh like you can see it like if you have like an overview of history from like the Mes- Mesopotamian civilizations Up until now, you can Mm -hmm. see, like, different things that were, like, really important. Like, the law code of Hammurabi was, like, the first set of laws for a civilization. And then, like, you go, then from there, like, you have the Assyrian um, Empire. And they were just fucking savages that would just, like, it'd be like if Indianapolis just went over to Bloomington and just, like, went there and, like, cut everybody's heads off for no reason. I was like, the Assyrian Empire did that shit. They would just go kill everybody and take all their shit. It's for no reason. Oh, man. History's
0: awesome. No mercy.
1: Yeah, no mercy. But then they finally got taken down and like everybody was pumped. The Assyrians are done.
0: Every every uh, empire has its fall.
1: Yeah. This one was so quick, though. that um, I also do Hardcore History by Dan Carlin a lot. They said he said that it would be as if the United States right now was defeated in two years and was completely wiped off the face of the earth. Hmm. That's how big it was, like mm-hmm. how important this event was. We kind of gotten off track. Sorry, <laughs> I go down his. We right we walls. went
0: down a very. We yeah. went to we went from politics to the Bible to yeah talking about the Assyrian Empire. Well, I told you man, that's, what <laughs> we did here. that's
1: my thoughts because we're just sharing our thoughts. The uh, one thing I did want to. Uh, do you ever listen to Rogan?
0: Nah, occasionally. No? Okay. He
1: had somebody on there that wrote a book about, um, the way that early Christians used, like, herbal medicines for their rituals. hmm And just how much that went into it. And I don't know if you've ever done any psychedelics, but, like, I think there's gotta be, to me, there has to be some sort of, like, interactions with psychedelics and, like, meeting the gods. So if you're talking about, like, um like divine intervention for writing of some of these things like i wonder like what kind of chemicals might have been used in this process or was it just straight divine intervention i don't know but the idea of like meeting god under the influence of a psychedelic does not seem far-fetched at all to me
0: no i can see that like it kind of it kind of opens you to another realm right yeah like i remember the first time i did acid
1: It was like i was still in this world but i was not in this world like there were people i could see people walking around and they had no idea that i was in a totally different plane of existence but like i could see people just going around their day and like i'm not in that same universe that you're in right now that was pretty crazy
0: let me ask you this do you uh you talk about like herbal medicine Do you use anything to help you sleep? Like, do you have, do you use, like, CBD or... I actually
1: just bought some CBD. Go to SelfieCBD.com. My friend owns that company. Because
0: you you, you use sleep cycles. You don't use, like, traditional, you know, when it gets dark, you go to sleep. When it's, when the sun begins to rise, you wake up.
1: Right, yeah. So, uh, sometimes I'll do, like, edible THC... Like, but these are only like whenever I know I'm going to sleep for like 10 or 11, 12 hours mm-hmm. to make up for what mm-hmm. I didn't get. And sometimes I'll just drink like nighttime tea. I kind of like that. I used to have like, whenever I was on a schedule, I would have like a nighttime tea every night. That's good.
0: Something yeah. to like kind of signify it to yeah. your body yeah. and to your mind that like, okay, we're getting ready to go to bed. Some Shut people it down.
1: think their nighttime routine is more important than their morning routine.
0: I'm with you. I, I would actually, I would be... In agreement with that probably. Yeah. My nighttime routine. Wearing,
1: yeah, you got your whoop on. Yeah. I want to get one so bad, but I'm pretty sure that if I put it on, it'd be like you are fucked up. That's what my yeah, screen would say. Right? Yeah,
0: maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I had to take a break from wearing mine for a while. I think I told you that the last mm-hmm. time we got together. Like it was stressing me out. I was stressed. So then That's wild. so my sleep was not as good. You know, my heart rate variability was low. My resting heart rate was high excuse me i might deep sleep wasn't as good hmm. so my recovery was super low consistently yeah. and hmm. that was stressing me out even more so it was like this perpetual cycle and i just had to take a break and now since coming back to it it's been a much healthier experience where oh, it's good. just i'm just using the data to inform mm-hmm. but i'm not waking up every day checking my app to see like I would do that for yeah, sure. Yeah, which I got into that
1: habit. Yeah, I would do that for sure.
0: But, yeah, I mean, my my nighttime routine. What do you do? I pretty much take CBD every night. Just, yeah. And, uh, like, the cool thing about the Whoop is that it offers you the option to have a morning journal where mm-hmm. you just, like, as soon as you check your app every day, a bunch of questions pop up that you get to curate. Okay, I like that. So for me, it's like, did you take CBD? Did you wear a sleep mask? Did you drink alcohol? Did you meditate? Did you do your breathing exercises? Sleep mask? Like uh, eye covers. Eye, okay. Yeah. Did you sleep in the same bed? Okay. Um, and a few other things. So over time, I've had this now for like three or four months. Over time, data gets logged, mm-hmm. and then a story gets told. Mm-hmm. So for me, last month, I noticed that like, on nights where I took CBD, my deep sleep increased by fifteen percent. That's wow.
1: a lot. That's a lot. That's big time. On
0: nights where I wore a sleep mask, the face cover, my rest or my heart rate variability increased by twenty percent. I never thought that those two would be correlated because heart rate variability, at least in my limited knowledge, is correlated to like physiological response to stress. Mm-hmm. So who would have thought that having blackout yeah. A blackout mask on your eyes would be that would be that uh, would be a determining factor in heart rate variability. Some.
1: So I use uh, let's see what this app's called Sleep Cycle Alarm. I
0: but like sleep. last night, I was up till I was on my laptop till I usually. So my one routine I would say, aside from taking CBD, is no screens for at least an hour before I go to bed. That's good. Last night I was on my computer doing work until ten thirty, and then tried to go to sleep at ten forty-five. Yeah. That didn't work too well.
1: Yeah, no. Man, I got to get my sleep hygiene back. <laughs> hey, man, if this. you're if
0: you're 35 cycles a week work for you, why not keep going? If it ain't broke, don't fix it.
1: I know, but there's a uh, there's definitely a good. So I'm somebody that needs a lot of freedom to do whatever I want, but I also need structure to keep that freedom in check. and a good sleeping schedule or a good sleeping program i suppose would be a, is a great way to start
0: yeah like you and i were talking about this earlier before we started taping this if we didn't have to sleep oh yeah how much things we could get done but i think it got like i'm a really big believer in the idea of rest mm-hmm. for the soul as much as physical you know like the physical idea of actually sleeping mm-hmm. and like god build built in rest in our cycle of living like every seventh day you sabbath you rest because mm-hmm. you're you're surrendering all the tasks the doing the feeling like you have to be achieving and stuff you surrender that all mm-hmm. and you just rest and actually over time having that rest increases productivity right because yeah, because you're you're giving your body the proper restoration you're in your brain, in yeah. your soul, yeah, you know, yeah. And that's cool. a really, really hard thing for me to do is to just shut it off for a day. I I haven't done it in a while, but I I feel a huge difference when I do.
1: You know, one thing that helped me as far as that goes, because I I used to be like really like, oh my god, I got to be doing something, got to be doing something. Sure, like give myself get so worked up that I get anxiety about like not doing something, so I <laughs> never take a day off. One thing I started doing that's really helped me is I have like. Fun time in my day every day. Like we're sitting here at three thirty drinking beer on a Tuesday, because like this is part of like how I keep my sanity. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do fun stuff like every day, not just like take a day off and
0: yeah do it. Then I mean, this is kind of yeah. off the wall for me. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Like it's yeah when you texted me earlier and said you were bringing a six pack in, I had forgotten that we discussed, <laughs> yeah, having, we discussed having
1: beer. mean, otherwise I wouldn't be. Uh, and I was eight, like, oh eight, wow, eight.
0: okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: being a bad influence it's just a, I no I
0: agree though it's good to have that it's we don't have play mm-hmm. as adults I do but like by and large no, you know I, what I mean
1: yeah that's a priority for me that's a good I'm priority I'm so that I can't be serious all the time
0: like shooting hoops at the gym for an hour Yeah, I can't remember the last time I did that but I miss it. Like as a kid, I used to shoot hoops all the time. Yeah. Come home I still from school, do like the three,
1: two, one, shoot hoops. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you got it. You got to win games. That's like the kid that. in you. Yeah, man, you got to keep that kid in you alive. I think that's the secret. listen Jesus talk about like children being the soft of the earth? Mm-hmm. Keeping that mindset.
0: Yeah, that innocence, that like purity, mm-hmm. um, curiosity, openness. Yes. Lovingness, like. Mm-hmm. kids aren't very judgmental mm-hmm. in my experience you know what i mean like of course kids have their opinions and their ideas but those are usually
1: passed down you ever heard of robert green <clears throat> i have not he wrote 48 laws of power um 33 strategies of war laws of human nature a few others um mastery which is the one i was getting ready to bring up he talks about like having to keep the curiosity and passion of a child with the rigidity and structure of an adult and that's how you have like the perfect creative mind that's, cool. and that's how you become a master of your that's craft. that's cool that's cool so yeah i might hold on too much a little bit of uh the inner child of myself and be immature too much but like
0: curiosity keeps you growing yeah keeps you learning keeps you growing keeps fresh. you fresh yep on your toes you don't get stagnant for sure
1: but if you have too much of it you can be flighty and all over the place yeah
0: Which has kind of been how sometimes I felt that way getting into real estate. Like, I'm learning so much in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And I'm doing something for probably 10 to 12 hours a day. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes I look back on my day and I'm like, gosh, I did a lot, but not at the same time. Yeah.
1: You're talking about, like, how you have, like, your sleep structure. And then you also were like, oh, that 35 cycle sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that would and like I'm saying like yeah 35 cycles works for me but I could also use a little bit more structure it's mm-hmm. like I think you gotta find find that somewhere in between where it's like you have structure with the freedom to break away from structure mm-hmm. like too much structure will make you dead inside too little structure will make you dead outside and you're just fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah you big reader we talked about books yeah last time I'm like
0: reading that. Atomic Habits right now oh, by yeah. James Clear I want to read that it's good it's good I uh, it's it's coinciding perfectly with what's going on in my life right now mm-hmm. it's a lot of change and so I'm needing to develop new habits based on new situation so it's it's couldn't be a better time for me mm-hmm. to read it
1: I mean yeah shit we all have habits just <laughs> do you have good ones or bad ones right it makes all the difference so once you have a good habit it's just
0: like automatic yeah that's kind of what he talked about. Like habits are our brain's way of automating, yeah, what we do. Right. So Seven then flying. you're it's energy conservation. Yeah. You don't have Damn. to think about it. You don't have to like stress over it or whatever. It's just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's this time of day, or I just finished this, which means now I do this. Right. There is no thought to it. You just go.
1: Man, it's a good place to be, especially yeah. If it's productive. Yeah that's the same thing with like i mean shit, bad habits like same thing like you just do it without even thinking and then when mm-hmm. you're done doing it's like huh that was dumb yeah i <laughs> should have done that but have you, you ever read the one thing
0: to... by gary keller the one thing the one thing
1: i started it i don't think i got the premise but i didn't finish it yeah it's good yeah that's a good one i really need to take that book's advice i'm just kind of doing way too many things
0: yeah, I, have, too. I do
1: have my one thing I have my main thing and like LeBron James always says keep the main thing the main thing and everything else you take care of
0: what's your main thing?
1: my business yeah as far as, you know, as far as all the businesses that I have my marketing business is the main thing yeah because so that's the one that's the uh, the gravy train the cash cow the rest of it. yeah cash cow yeah um are you yeah. a LeBron fan? um well, if I could have his babies, I would. <laughs> they haven't figured that one out. Yet. That is
0: such a weird way of putting it. I don't know
1: what's weird about that, but <laughs> yes, dude, I worship LeBron. I, uh, I, I appreciate greatness from anybody, but the fact that he's been great on the floor, lived up to that, and been great off the floor, and been a great father the whole time. The dude
0: has been in the NBA Finals for eleven. 11- well, 10 out of the last 11 years, yeah. and the only reason he wasn't in the other one is because he was hurt. Yeah,
1: well, they probably wouldn't have got there, but they were a pretty sorry-ass team last they year. They were
0: bad, yeah. but also didn't help that he was out.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I'll say this. Crazy. I'll, I'll put it this way. The last... Yeah. Every year that he's been healthy yes. out of the last 10 years, he's been in the NBA Finals. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. And that's three different teams. Dude, it's greatness
1: like we'll never see again. Yeah,
0: so who got I, in the goat
1: debate? I was
0: just about to yeah, ask. I figured you
1: that. it was who you got LeBron. Yeah, same.
0: I think LeBron is the best athlete to ever play in the NBA. Any sport, maybe. Maybe, yeah.
1: Um, there was a time where he was the biggest and strongest. Well, not maybe not the strongest, but like he was like. Six eight, two hundred and sixty, 260, and the fastest guy in the league in the open court. Yeah. That big. In the I playoffs. would
0: have been curious to see him play a different sport, like maybe soccer or... Dude, he was an all-state receiver in Ohio in, as a yeah, sophomore. Yeah, in, high, in the high school football, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some unbelievable athletes mm-hmm. out there in other sports that just don't get the same amount of hype. Yeah, because they don't have that name recognition. They haven't won all the titles. They have. They don't play in the NBA.
1: He was on Sports Illustrated as a sophomore in high school. Yeah, It's crazy.
0: I don't know I about living that lifestyle. Dude. Yeah, right. Like he's been in the limelight since he was fifteen. Yeah, he's now thirty-five.
1: Yeah, or whatever. And not in like the small limelight. This no. dude is like literally. The, he's like the Beatles. The king. Yeah, yeah he's like the Beatles, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Caitlin's uncle had, like, courtside uh, paces tickets, and I got to go uh, whenever he was on the Cavs. I got to go to a game. I walked past him. I was like, LeBron, you're my hero, man. He's like, appreciate it. I'm like, oh, my God, I can die now. I can die. I'm good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm not a star fucker except for LeBron. Like, that dude's a god to me.
0: He's awesome. <laughs> Do you have his jersey?
1: I have all of his jerseys.
0: <laughs> Man. Yeah. Are you wearing one under your shirt right now?
1: Uh no, just to bed.
0: Got it. Yep.
1: Every night hoping I'm gonna wake up the next day, be LeBron.
0: <laughs> like the movie Like Mike. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, that was a good one. That Get the shoes.
0: Movie. Dude, uh The way that he takes care of his body too. He I spends mean, he spends a lot of money on his body. Yeah. I,
1: there was that one report that came out. It was like a million and a half a year on yeah. his body. Yeah. Damn. I don't even spend 5000
0: It's a lot of cash. Yeah. It's a lot of cash.
1: What, uh, where do you work out at again?
0: It's called FGN.
1: Oh, Feel Good Naked? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Down in uh, Fountain Square. Yeah great gym great people who own it Mm -hmm. i love it down there what are their names they own it uh kira and tiff yes tiffany yeah yeah
1: one of them was wasn't she like an olympian
0: she was a like miss olympia yeah i think it was miss olympia she was like top three yeah yeah
1: they used to have i forget what their last gym was called but they switched to feel good Naked uh you ever go to f45 over there
0: i've never been at 45 but i've heard it's a good workout it's
1: very good um alex mckinley runs that one down there on fountain in fountain square she's a g
0: alex mckinley
1: yeah she's a rock star in the local fitness game more than you oh yeah i just have the magazine she's like actually like a rock she's star doing in the fitness. thing yeah
0: yeah that's cool
1: Like I said, I think I told you this last week, like I'm not even like super like into fitness like that. I just, I like the idea of the body and technology coming together. And I just have skills for marketing. And so it made sense. Mm -hmm. And it needed like, we needed in the city something to bring people together. And that was the perfect thing for it. Yeah. And so that's where I came from.
0: I love that. I love that, that idea of like bringing people together. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like one of the coolest things about getting into real estate before COVID because I was gone four days a week, I didn't really invest in community. Mm-hmm. I went to church. I, you know, would see friends occasionally here and there, but usually I came home from a trip, chilled with my wife on the couch, went to bed early, worked, hopped on the flight to go to the next place. Now that I'm, like, in the community every day in different neighborhoods and stuff, it's been super cool spending time just conversing with people mm-hmm. and linking up with people in Indy who have the same passion for community in Indianapolis. Yeah. And for me, like, we, we got started talking about this, like, an hour ago. And then we went on that tangent about politics, Jesus Christ, and psychedelics. <laughs> um, but, in the intersection of all three. <clears throat> um. In the Assyrian Empire, but like <laughs> <laughs> being uh, being from St. Louis, like Sorry. you know, like a lot of my friends are super passionate about St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I love St. Louis, but like Indianapolis is my home now. Yeah, and I just think this city is amazing for a lot of reasons. The people here are are awesome. I love the city, and uh, I think this. We've already started to see it, but I think the potential here for for exponential growth not just bringing jobs and mm-hmm. financial growth i'm talking like community development yep. i've been really encouraged by the amount of people in indy who care about people and care about the health of the city and that to me has been the coolest thing about getting into real estate yeah
1: the health of the city that's, so that's why we started the fitness magazine because we're the unhealthiest city in america
0: Is like, that's crazy isn't ago. it
1: yeah and so we said
0: how do they measure that like obesity and
1: it breaks down into two categories so you have like basically like what's would be infrastructure so sidewalks bike paths um, parks dog parks basically like what's a part of the city that you can go and do things at mm-hmm. recreation and then, and then that's one half and then excuse me the other half would be um, like personal health decisions so smoking Obesity, exercise, aerobic exercise, <clears throat> and they put those scores together, and they rank all the top cities in America.
0: When's the last time they did a ranking?
1: Uh, they, I think one just came out. I think we're like, so we were dead last, and now we're like ninety-two out of one hundred. So we're climbing the ranking slowly. But our our whole mission was last to first. So we built the the last to first to go from the unhealthiest to the healthiest city in America. Yeah, we had a ten year time horizon naive. Probably like a 30-year would be a fair time horizon. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Versus,
1: yeah I like I mean, that, that ambition. Legitimate Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean hey,
0: jumping eight spots is huge.
1: Yeah, it is. And, like, I mean, to, to go to the top, like, you're talking, like, huge infrastructure investments. You're talking tons and tons of parks to be added. You're talking a, a general, like, societal change. Like, we gotta quit smoking. That's, like, our biggest thing. Yeah.
0: And... I'm like, my wife and I are super big. Have you, heard, have you ever like, uh, listened to Mark Hyman, Dr. Mark Hyman?
1: Uh, I've, I know who, or I know of him, but I don't know much okay.
0: about him. So we started listening to his podcast a lot during COVID. And then that podcast led to listening to others and reading different books and cookbooks and whatever. And the food policy in this country has got to change too. Oh yeah. food is killing people. Literally like the food we're eating it's so crazy to me because again, like it goes back to like how are we living the way that God intended? Mm-hmm. And like the food we're eating, I think the answer to that is no. right and people don't even realize it. like I don't blame the public necessarily, and I don't I don't blame the government altogether either. I think it's a collective effort that we have to mm-hmm. we have to recognize like what we're doing to our body by eating the things we're eating. I think farming the becoming, way that we're farming yeah
1: yeah i think we're starting to become aware of it it's i agree just like so deeply and in, ingrained or entrenched in the way that you know it's business as usual yeah i mean if you go in some areas of this of the city like you can't get good food no like i lived close to hawville for about a year and like people would go in every morning to the gas station and buy like twinkies and ho and, and yeah, yeah that shit and energy zebra drinks, cakes which i love energy drinks but like they would be buying like all sugar energy drinks and that would be like their breakfast
0: and i feel like a lot of people and i was this way too like until very recently i just kind of looked at food as like it's food it's whatever yeah. like if my i would eat healthy but if my only option was whatever some packaged bs mm-hmm. that was good enough to yeah. get me through right it's just fuel that's not the case like food signals it's information a lot of things to your body like yeah. gene expression mm-hmm. chemicals being released like mm-hmm. how your brain your body your heart operates
1: and once you start to get to understand that kind of stuff you can really feel the difference between that twinkie and
0: a bowl of salad
1: versus yeah. a kale salad yeah or
0: a couple of citrus beers on a yeah. thursday or tuesday afternoon
1: so, I do this almost every episode. I'm going to leave you to just go riff. Just go for like a minute. I'm going to go take a piss. Riff. Just go.
0: Got it. What should I discuss? <laughs> Whatever you want, man. Let's discuss food policy while yeah, while, we, while we were on the topic. Um, I am by no means an expert at all. I just simply regurgitate the information I would say that I, that I hear like a parrot. Um, but... Uh, one of the one stat that really jumped out to me when my wife and I started getting into this, uh, learning more about food policy in the United States is somewhere in the ballpark of 90% of farms that are sub that receive government subsidization are farms that produce commodity crops, soy, corn, wheat, and those things while they're good to an extent, but We've done so much monocropping, like single crop farming in this country for such a long time that our soil now is just dying. It doesn't have nearly the amount of nutrients that it did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 100 years ago. And that's important because that means the food that's growing in the soil also doesn't have the same amount of nutrients that it had 10, 20, 100 years ago. So like, what do we do about that? Well, we've got to change the system around that that surrounds farming and we've got to encourage and incentivize farmers to diversify to farm using regenerative agriculture techniques um and i think like you know there's so much discussion about public health right now because of covid in our country and 88 88 percent of americans are metabolically unhealthy meaning that they have at least one if not more pre-existing health conditions such as uh, oversized waist circumference high blood pressure high levels of cholesterol high blood sugar insulin resistance whatever and a lot of that I think could be cured by food mm-hmm. there's my riff as hats you put you, as dude. you put down another 11 yeah. pound cake
1: <laughs> dude that's off to you most people like try for like 10 seconds and then like okay that's it <laughs> that's all i got
0: yeah but you know what for the last five years i got paid to talk so i could just keep going that makes it
1: easy. Yeah. yeah what's the secret to what to like not letting like a long period of time go by with silence, or just keeping just continuously talking.
0: Mm. I do. I don't, I don't know. know. That's a good question. Job. Like preparation, I would say. Mm. I am just obsessed with preparation. Hmm. Cause I never wanted to be the guy that didn't know about the team or the player who got in for the last five seconds or whatever. Like I wanted to be prepared hmm. for any situation. Um, cause I, I, I like really subscribe to this idea of like, like maybe I'm not the most talented broadcaster, Mm -hmm. but I can be the most prepared every night I go out. And then that translates over time. Like if you're always prepared, if you're always on the money with like information and just knowing players and that, that, that extends to anything in life. If you're always prepared, you'll never miss an opportunity.
1: Yeah. I definitely am not a preparing person. I mean,
0: look, I'm not, like, prepared 100% of the time all the time. You know. But
1: I'm more of like I am more try a, to be. I wish I was more like that. I really do. I'm more of, like, a wing it and just live with the results. Like, I can always adjust.
0: Yeah. Kind of like your sleep cycles. Yeah. Wing it and see yeah. what happens.
1: Adjust with what I have.
0: I wonder how much that crinkling is going to pick up on the...
1: Oh, yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> We're not too professional around here. Not too professional at all. Well,
0: this has yeah. been fun. This has been the longest podcast I've ever done. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
1: No, I got a couple of two and a half hour or three hours. Seriously? Minutes.
0: Yeah. What's your viewership like? Uh, or your listenership, millions. I should
1: say. Millions, I'd say. Millions? Yeah. Millions. Holy smokes. Yeah. Millions. Yeah we get, we get, yeah, we get a lot. You know, two, three million an episode.
0: <laughs> coming for you joe rogan
1: yeah sir I'm trying to get that spotify money son well hey i know we were booked until uh four o'clock so we can go ahead and wrap it up but man it's been uh, fun getting in yeah hotel, this was a good
0: this was a really interesting eclectic conversation
1: you know i'm surprised that like you're so shocked by that it's I like mean, this is, this I
0: guess I'm not, but, like, I don't know you that well. Yeah, that's true. We you know, just meet. And I've never heard your podcast before. Wait, wait what? Yeah, sorry. What? What? Spoiler.
1: Man, talking about preparation. <laughs> <But yeah.
0: laughs> to be, com- yeah, you're right. Yeah. Boy, I got caught with my yeah. foot in my mouth Damn. on that one, huh? Yeah,
1: it's whatever. It's all right. I have no doubt that you'll have them all listened to by the end of the week. That's right. <laughs> I think we've done maybe 20-something of them. I don't know. My brother man it's been it's yeah it's good. good thanks to, for having uh, me get to know you a little bit better good luck with the newborn coming up mm-hmm. next spring spring 2021 spring 2021 all yep. right and uh good luck with the real estate thanks bro all right man y'all thank you for
0: tuning in i'm
1: glad to be back let's get this train rolling again <laughs> that was ridiculous see you later